Shalom Lechem Rabbi As we advance in Sefer Gracious, this week we'll be <coughs> reading Be'ez Hashem Pashas Chayasar. After Yemai Sakeda, which we spoke about in last week's Pasha, Avraham Avinu is confronted with a very big challenge that uh, Sutton comes to tell Sarimenu that uh, Avraham Avinu was about to take Yitzchak and to shecht him on the Akeda as a result of that, Sarimenu being the Teres, and now he has the challenge of having to <coughs> bury Sarimenu. Deals with the whole story with Ephraim. He has to buy the words of Machpela. And now he's left with Yitzchak, who's at this point 40 years old, and he has to <coughs> find him a Shidduch. Now, he knows that he wants to have certain midos, certain character traits inside his house that will be befitting for the house of Avramavinu. And he knows that it has to be somebody that's going to be connected to his family. So he calls his trusted Evid, Eliezer, and he tells him that we have to find a, <coughs> a wife for Yitzchak. Eliezer was hoping it would be his own daughter. And Avram explains to him that, B'ni Baruch Hu, B'ni Baruch and therefore, we have to be able to look into a different options in order to to be able to uh, marry her off, marry him off. I needed to go to my family, and Eliezer tells him what. And Avram tells him, "If you can't find my family, don't worry. You're, you're free from the obligation that I'm sending you. We'll figure out other ideas." So Avram had a brother Nachar that lived in Aram Narayim, and Avram sent Eliezer to go to. Where Nachar lived, Nachar had children, grandchildren, and he wanted him to be able to find the shidduch for him from the family of Nachar. And the Pasuk tells us, Avram was a very wealthy person, and Eliezer took with him ten camels with ten servants, and all types of special things to go ahead and find a shidduch for uh, Yitzchak. And he gets the camels ready, he saddles the camels, and starts going towards the city of Aram Narayim. And he arrives there in the evening. The Rash tells us, explains that he had Kitsis Haderach, everything went very quickly. And he got there at the time where people usually go out to draw water. And he wanted to figure out who's going to be this girl. So he starts to daven HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he asks Hashem to make this happen for me today, as soon as possible, do a chesed for me and do a chesed for my master Avram. Now I'm standing here by this well, and this is when people go out to draw water, and if there'll be a girl, v'hoya <laughs> If there'll be a girl that will come out, and if I say to her, "Please give me to drink from your from your from your jug," and she says, "You drink," and also your camel should drink, that's going to show me a proof that this is the one that's supposed to be married to Yitzchak. And the pasuk says, daber." He hasn't even finished speaking yet. And suddenly, Avram 
Rivka Imenu, who is the daughter of Besuel, who is uh, who is also the the son of Nachar, born to Milka, the wife of, of Nachar, and who happened Milka happened to be the sister of Sari Imenu as well. And she was coming out with a jug on her shoulder to go draw water. And part of the reason for that was because nobody was there to be able to draw water for Besuel. Besuel was a Russia. People hated Besuel. And Lavan, her brother, was a Ramai, was a person that tricked everybody. He didn't have the best reputation. And she was going out to draw water. And she, she comes out to draw water. And, uh, you know, she was risking her life. Uh, you know, she was a big tzedekah. She was a very righteous person. She was looking to, you know, not follow the ways of her father and her brother. And she was afraid when she's going to come to this well that she's going to meet up with people which are not going to be good for her. But she came to do what she had to do to bring water for her father. She was very beautiful. Basula never touched by anybody. The Ishmael, I don't know, but she know it. No man was with her. And she put her water in to fill up the water, and it filled up by itself. Can you please lift, give up to me water? And the Russian Hagbi'ain is like pour it into my mouth to give me to drink. She said, quick. Yeah, sure, come and drink. Take the drink. And after she finished, And then he said, then she said to him, before he even finished drinking, by the way, all your, your camels also need to drink. And she hurried up to go ahead and fill up for them all as well, <coughs> to come to the camels to drink. Amazing story. Now, we know that when Avram Avinu was sending Eliezer to go find a wife for Yitzchak, he was looking for certain standards. And we know in davening, we davening at the end of davening, we sing Shalom. The lesson that we say is, Ki lanu Hashem chayim With the great enlightenment on the face of from Hashem's face, He gave over to us, Hashem gave over to us, Teres chayim Now, What's the pshat over here? So if Shalom Shadron explains that there's two mitzvahs that we do, that when a person does these mitzvahs, then it gives them an extra cheshek, an extra light, an extra, an extra excitement. One is when a person learns Torah, and he goes down to the depths of the Torah, it eventually gives a person a tremendous sipa and satisfaction, the gifts of the Shama. And the same thing with chesed. When a person does a chesed, a chesed properly, it also gives a person a tremendous sip of his neshama. It's an arpanecha that, that was given over to us by these two mitzvahs, teres chayim yavaz chesed. So here Avraham Avinu was trying to check and to see, is this potential daughter which we're going to have somebody that doesn't just do chesed, which is fit for my home, but we have to see the, the midah of avaz chesed. Just like Avraham Avinu when he was suffering after he had a bismillah and pain, he had such a drive and ava to do chesed, he was standing at the chayim ayam, Hashem had to make a miracle like we spoke about last week to bring out malachim to come and, to, and, to, and to, to pacify him and to make sure that he has 
that chance to be doing hafasas orchim. So we need to have somebody that's going to come into the family that's going to have that meat as well of avas chesed. That's what he was searching for. Now here, like we mentioned before, Rivka Menu was risking her life, her physical, her, her physical life, of Gashmias, and also her Ruchnistika life. She knew that she was chances of going out here who hangs out by the well. And she comes here, and she really should have just rushed up quickly and finished her job and gone home. She comes there, and this strong man with ten other servants is here, and starts asking her, could you pour some mouth and give me some water and pour it into my mouth and give it to me over here? And, and then, you know, by right, what she could have looked at is like, listen, the water's here, you're strong men, take care of yourselves, right? <laughs> I have to go ahead and take care of you, you, have, you can do it yourself. I'm a little three-year-old girl over here that's coming here schlepping to be out the water, I have to do it, take care of yourselves. No. Rivka Imenu saw there was an opportunity over here to do a chesed. She saw there was a righteous person over here. She saw there was somebody here that meant something. And as strong as he was, anything there, there was an avas chesed. That's what Ravam Avinu wanted to see and needed to see. But as the Pasuk continues, the Pasuk goes on to say something that made the, the, the proof to her avas chesed even stronger. Even stronger. Because after this happens, the Pasuk says, Ba'ish la and this person, Eliezer, was astonished. He was like astonished, he was like in a shock and, and confused that he saw how quickly everything happened over here and he started to cross examine to think quietly. Is this, is, is this what, I'm, what I'm looking for? Look at this, everything just perfectly, perfectly fitting into the picture. Like Rashi says, but he still didn't know, is this somebody from the family of Habra? And then when he came to the clarity, where things were getting clearer to him, he gave her the jewelry that he brought, and then he asked her her name, and so on and so forth. But the Pasuk says, for Eh, he was like amazed about what happened. Now, one could ask the following question, okay, a man asked to give something to drink. She did a chesed, and she followed through very nice. But what's the Ishmishta'eh? What is he so amazed at? So some of the Farshim say what amazed him was the fact that she took care of the camels afterwards without him, without him even having to ask for it. One thing say he asked for him to give her to drink, but he was going to ask her afterwards for the camels. She did it on her own, and she thought on her own. That's what amazed him. But I saw it brought down from the Rekeach. The Rekeach says there was something else that amazed um, Eliezer. And that was what, what that's the Russian of Mishta'eh. He said the amazement came from the fact that he looked up and he saw that Rivka, while she was taking care of him and giving him everything, she was turning her head from side to side. She wasn't looking straight, she was turning her head from side to side. So what's the pshat in that? So the source of the Sechah brings down two pirushim. And what exactly is the reason why she turned from side to side? Mom Shadi says, because of Tzniyos. She was here with a strange man that she didn't know. And she was being shy not to be, you know, she was being here to help him, to take care of him with these servants. And that. So she was doing it in a way of modesty, not to be looking straight at him. That's one shot. The second shot that's brought down is that Eliezer was amazed. And that, and that was the first shot he was amazed by that sneers, that modesty that she has, the fine meters, besides being a balaskasa, but she was also tsanua, she was modest. 
The second shot that the, that the that we that's brought down was Nekeach, when it says that she was turning from side to side. And this is what amazed him was, here she comes. She's a little girl. She's being asked by a grown man, a strong man, to drink, to give him to drink water. And now she's being asked, and now she's a, a coming here, and she's <coughs> taking care of all the camels. That's more than even five people, ten people, twenty people should be able to do over here. And this little girl's taking care of it all. And she's looking around back and forth. And what's that looking around back and forth to show? What else can I do? It's true I'm taking care of all these things. What else do they need? What else can I do for them? That's what amazed him. That showed how strong her Abbas Chesed was. That it wasn't just let me do my deed for the day. It's as much as I can do, as much as I can figure out. It's not just what the person tells me to do. It's what I know that they need. And, and if I can't, if they're not telling me, I'll figure it out myself. And that's a big part of the fact of figuring out about the Campbells as well. You know, right? She figured it out herself. She was looking to see what else could be done over here. That was the going backwards and forth to check. Now, why was this so essential? Why was this so essential that he had to see this Midah of Chesed over here? So I saw a beautiful word. Said over the of Steinman. There was a famous Magid in Eretz Yisrael that put out a whole set of svarim called Matoka Or. Actually, I'm Levenstein. We've quoted him from time to time. And he had a kvios with different abanim, going to some karelets and b'nei brach. And he also had a time when he would go into Rav Steinman, the Rav Steinman. And one time on Erev Kippur, he went into Rav Steinman, and all of a sudden he came to get a bracha. And Rav Steinman looked at him and asked him a question. The Gemara says. We know Abayin Rava, the famous two Amarayim that go from Shas, Abayin Rava, tremendous Gainim, Amarayim of the Gemara. And the Gemara tells us that Abayin was Zechet to live to 60, and Rava was only Zechet to live to be 40. And the Gemara says, what's the reason why Abayin lived to be 60 and Rava 40? They both learned to Masmidim, right? He says, Abayah, who was Asik B'tayah, he was learning Torah non-stop, and he was also doing Chesed, he made it till 60 years old. Whereas Rav, who was Asik B'tayah, just being Asik B'tayah, but he wasn't as much Asik in Chesed, right? He lived only till 40. So if Shneiman looked at Rav Levinshin, he said, I don't understand. You know, we know there's such a concept called Talmud Torah, Kenegat Kulam. Torah is the most important mitzvah for everything over here. And if Rav wasn't busy doing chesed, he wasn't, you know, sitting and reading a book. He was learning, he wasn't sitting and reading a, just, just, just relaxing. He was sitting and learning and learning and learning and learning and learning. Rav, who passed like, right, when Rabbi and Rav argue with each other, he passed him like Rav everywhere except for six places, Yalkadab. So, in other words, Rav wasn't wasting his time. So why would, why, why would that be a taina? So Shneman answered like this. I said, if I were to ask you, which one's more chashif? A kilo, a, a pound or two pounds of meat? Or, you know, a quart or a liter of water? I mean, which measurements you go by, which country? Is the meat more chashif or is the water more chashif? So if you ask any person, they would say, the meat has chashivas. The meat is much more chashiv, it's much more expensive, it's much more valuable. The water is something which is more basic, but, but the, meat, the meat is more, is more chashiv. So Shemit said, everyone will agree with that. 
But Lamaisi said, you can't cook the meat without the water. If you don't have the water there, it's kochnisht. doesn't cook, you can't do it. You just have the meat. He said, when you have taira, but there's no chesed there, it's kochnisht. It doesn't cook, it doesn't go, it doesn't work. You have to have the teres chayim, the avas chesed. You both have to be there together. Of course, Talmud are connected to Kuma. And a person has to be learning and, and as much as he can to be able to put that there. But if it doesn't go together with the meat of chesed, that's not for Klai Yisrael. That's not befitting to be the, for the bias of Avraham Avinu. It has to come with the, Abbas, the chesed being mashlim, the Torah, and that makes the Torah even stronger. That a person has to come. That's, that's, the, that's the lima that we learn from this Gemara. And that's what Avraham Avinu was searching for. You know, <clears throat> I, I keep on mentioning every single week, but as time goes on, we start seeing, we mentioned it last week as well, that, you know, Nikam for Yisrael, when we, when we follow, we follow our, our Abba, Abba Mavinu, and the, with the Midah Chesed, and with this difficult time of history that we're going through right now, in Eretz Yisrael, but Frat, he's looking at Eretz Yisrael, and you see the chesed the point out, and the daig and the worry, and you know, every every single day after davening, there's the tefillahs that other people are davening after every tefillah, and the you know, the, trying to help people in the south and people doing all different types of things. That's Klai Yisrael. That's the Abba Yisrael. Hashem, we should take that need of chesed and we should use that and internalize it into our lives. With that, to be able to make our Torah much more stronger. So Torah is the ikkar. Torah is that main point. But it can't be without the chesed. And which which Hashem with that, we should be zechut to see the chesed of the Baruch and we should be zechut to see the geulah shleim of the karb yameinu bezashem. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and kol.